Aldrin Sampia on Beyond the Headline. It is now 18 minutes before 4 o'clock in conversation with Dr. Matola Mutecha, who is a member of the ANC's Legal Constitutional Committee. We hear from him um, why he argues that our constitution is somehow preventing this country from achieving its social and economic transformation objectives. He goes on to say that the ANC's national conference in December should call for a national referendum to resolve and lay this matter to rest. Um, Dr. Mutecha, good afternoon and thank you so much for making time for us. Good afternoon to you, Sampira, and to the listeners. <laughs> Thank you so much. So, what are the limitations of, uh, or what limitations lie within our constitution that prevents us from achieving these objectives when it comes to social and economic transformation? Sampira, the essence of government is not only the passage of good laws, but also their implementation. South Africa has some of the best policies on the continent and the third world. But uh, you find that uh, South Africa has challenges of uh, urban and rural housing, arable agricultural land, mineral resources, health services, educational services, because uh, more often than not, South Africa is found wanting in the implementation of its policies. Hence, the widespread service delivery protests in the country. Opposition parties and their allies in the media are waging a propaganda war against ANC's so-called failure to deliver. There are already talks that the ANC uh, will be in line in, in the opposition basis or in coalition because it has failed to deliver services to the people. No political party or a coalition of political parties can take the country beyond what the ANC has done or is doing because the problem or the or the problem is not the ANC's lack of capacity to deliver, but largely because of the impediment or restrictions contained in Section 25 of the Constitution, which denies the ANC access to land for housing, agriculture, sports and recreation, health and recreational facilities. Consequently, the ANC government is unable to eradicate the hostel system in urban areas and to de-township areas in both urban and rural areas to eradicate the degrading and dehumanizing socioeconomic conditions in the informal settlements and the overcrowded townships, inaccessibility of land for housing people near their workplaces, inaccessibility uh, of land for building, health, and educational facilities. The majority of the parties are not inspired by the desire for revolutionary change, but by stomach politics. Thus, they, they prevented the ANC from amending the Constitution to provide for expropriation of land without compensation for restitution, redistribution, and security of tenure. This means that there is an impasse in Parliament which must be resolved today, not tomorrow. The ANC cannot and should not wait for 2024 national elections 
to gain the necessary two-thirds majority to uh, uh, amend the Constitution. The Freedom yep. Charter says, let me conclude this one. The Freedom Charter says no government can legitimately claim authority unless it is based on the will of the people. The rejection of the constitutional amendment by this minority party uh, is not based on the will of the people. So we need to go to the people and ask them whether they agree that we should keep Section 25, which disenables uh, the ANC government from delivering affordable and quality services to them. Yeah, but but the majority of um, the members in parliament, including the ANC, would have been in favour of amendment of Section 25 of the Constitution. There was disagreement in the wording. Um, and who should take responsibility for that? And even when it comes to the impediments in the Constitution, um, the ANC is the governing party. It is a process that was led by the ANC, including its now president, um, that went to the adoption of this Constitution back in 1996. No, you see, the adoption of the Constitution in 1966, it was correct at that time to incorporate Section 25 because uh, the ANC had not seized power. Uh, there was a stalemate. So it was necessary uh, to build in, uh, building, you know, uh, the uh, confidence building mechanism to persuade the apartheid regime to come to the table and that's why we used the question of, uh, you know, sunset clauses, and uh, we used this section 25 on the land. But the Constitution, read as a whole, uh, gives us the power to amend the Constitution now that, uh, you know, uh, I think uh, our democracy has started. Now the problem is to amend the Constitution. We depend on uh, this political parties which have no politics, which uh, just jump onto the uh, bent world wagon because they want to fill their stomachs. But even if we were to accept that uh, that 1996 constitution, um, which was adopted, there was an interim constitution in, in, in place, uh, but the 1996 constitution that was adopted, um, if it was to say that let's let's have such a constitution in place just so that we can move on with the transition. But in 2004, the ANC secured a two-thirds majority. What did he do with it? You see, you, the timing of everything is important. Uh, we first had to consolidate the political power that was gained in 1994. Because as Nelson Mandela guided us, he said that uh, we needed this political power uh, uh, to use it to, uh, to achieve real freedom, which is social and economic freedom. Mm-hmm. But uh, if we had hurried uh, to change the constitution, there could have been a backlash because there were still many uh, conservative elements who, uh, who, who were uh, active. And some of them armed to the teeth. 
Uh, Dr. Mutsekha, but also during the 2009 elections as well, or 2014 elections, when um, the EFF um, came into into play and the proposal was made to amend Section 25 of the Constitution, it was the very same ANC that said no to it. Um, I remember um, um, I remember the, the ANC chief whip standing up um, saying that um, that's not a resolution of the ANC, so that will not happen. So, so, so why is it as now when it seems that the ANC is losing that dominance and the influence that the party has, that the party is now blaming opposition parties? The EFF and many of these political parties don't have the history of the struggle. They don't know the dynamics that existed between the ANC and the ruling party. They don't know the balance of power that existed from 1994 to 2004. So they can make all sorts of noises and recommendations because they don't know the consideration which made the ANC to come up with the sunset clauses to agree to the section uh, uh, 25 of the constitution in order to buy time uh, to consolidate political power uh, so that uh, we can use that political power then to bring about social and economic uh, uh, development, transformation. Okay. In in that interview that you had with the independent papers speaking to Lois Sidima, you then also point out that it would seem that within the party itself, um, there's no real interest on national issues, but rather everybody in the ANC wants to be in the top six. So again, the finger points back to the party. No, what I mean is that there are some within our ranks who prioritize uh, positions rather than resolution of national issues. So it is not the ANC that prioritizes positions. It's some individuals amongst us, and that's why we are cautioning that uh, that is an ANC. The ANC does not exist to provide positions to people. It exists to lead and serve the people and address the national issues that uh, would uh, serve the best interests of the people. But these are the people that would be elected, the ones that you say have no vision on how to take vision and mission, many of them are buying branches to vote for them. Um, no, so, so again, it, it's, 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 it's a problem with inside the party. Like even when we speak about the ability of the party to convince, let's say, for instance, uh, to convince opposition parties why it is that the party should vote with the ANC, even though they were not in agreement with the, the draft of um, the amendment of Section 25. And this goes even as far as geopolitics, um, the inclusion of Morocco at the African Union. The argument there again is that the ANC has lost its influence. No, uh, you see, it is not a problem within the party. It is a problem with some individuals within the party. But uh, our branches, uh, which are the basic units of the organization, who are going to be the majority at the conference, are not confused because uh, the members of our branches live in the townships, in the informal settlements, they know the challenges facing the problems 
and they want these uh, challenges resolved not yesterday but uh, uh, today. But the question of uh, uh, Morocco, uh, for instance, uh, I've just come out of uh, the Pan-African Parliament. Mm. We are not compromising. We are saying Morocco is a legitimate member of the Pan-African Parliament. But the people, the Sahawari Republic, have the right to self-determination, both political, social, and economic. So we are not going to compromise uh, the, the rights of the Saurian uh, people because of the presence of Morocco in the AU and in the Pan-African Parliament. Dr. Matola Mucheha, member of the ANC's Legal Constitutional Committee, thank you so much for your time.